history with the podcast guy, Matt King. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our podcast. Unfortunately, for some, our topics that we talk about may be offensive to some people. The topics that we discuss could also be triggers, and we want you to be aware of that. If you are in need of help, please talk to a professional, a family member, or a friend. We are not medical professionals, and we don't claim to be. We are just two guys with a microphone and a platform. Please listen with discretion. Welcome to This Time in History, guys. I am joined today by actor, writer, director, and full-time teacher, John Anthony. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. I am so excited to hear your story. Now, um, as past interviews as I've done, what I do is I give you the floor to tell you your story in your own words at your own pace. So go ahead. Um, Maybe start with where you were born and what it was like growing up and then maybe how that led to your um, career path. Okay, sure. Uh, So I kind of had the... uh the rocky road to um growing up um i was actually born in pennsylvania and then moved to new jersey from new jersey we went to uh chicago um lived two places in chicago from chicago we went to california from california we went back across the united states to upstate new york from upstate new york we went back to the west coast to the great state of oregon and then after that uh my, my folks had come down to uh, Dallas, Texas, and then when my sister and I were finishing up school, um, when we got finished up, we uh, we came down to Dallas. So yeah, I moved moved around a lot as a kid, uh, which which was you know which was always difficult because it's like you know you'd you'd find your home and you you meet friends and you know then it's like two and a half three years later you know say hey, we're moving again and um, but you know I you know I loved all the places that we lived. Um, I loved upstate New York. Upstate New York was one of my favorite places. Um, Oregon was one of my favorite places. Um, just because, you know, I love the outdoors. Um, you know, in, 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 you know, New York, like you being in Canada, you guys get, you guys get all the seasons. Um, that was one of the things that I really, really liked. Even in Oregon, you know, we would get cold weather. Been down here in Dallas since 85. Um, love it. People are amazing, super friendly. You don't find a lot of, uh, like true Texans down here, because um, you, you get a lot of people who move to Dallas, you know, and stuff like that. Um, I think the only downside for me is I'm a I'm kind of a uh, holiday geek. I kind of like you know the holiday seasons, and and it's tough for me after growing up in New York and in Oregon, even in Chicago, to go like Christmas shopping in like shorts and and uh, t-shirts <laughs> because it's you know 95 degrees here. You know, and it's like you miss the snow, and it's just like you know when we when we do get snow, it's kind of funny because uh, some people, you know, they they just don't know how to drive in snow, and it's just uh, you know so that that part of it's crazy. And then of course, being a school teacher, where I've been down here since uh, I've been at the same schools for twenty six years, it's like you know they'll they'll cancel school because there's word of snow coming, and it's like you know it's like we don't even get the snow, but the, you know the kids get the day off, or we get like a dusting of snow and like, all right, school's closed today. And I'm like, man, this is nothing like it was when we were upstate New York, you know, when the snow drifts were like six feet high and seven feet high and all that stuff. So, um, so after we moved around a lot, um, I, you know, ended up getting married and uh, met an incredible woman. Um, we're celebrating our 10th anniversary on June 29th this year. Congratulations. And, uh, 
thank you. And it was funny because um, prior to meeting her, I was I had done some improv, and I was in an improv comedy troupe called uh, Comedy Sports. And they're actually they have like chapters and and places throughout the country. And like um, did that for several years, loved it, met met a lot of great people. Um, and then after I got married, when I was teaching, or well, still am teaching, it was one summer, and my wife works from home, so. I walked in one morning and you know, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, hey honey, let's go see a movie. We can go early, matinee price, you know, get a discount on popcorn, whatever it was. And she looked at me and she's just like, um, I'm working, you need to find something to do, you know, for, with your summer. So I was just like, and she, and she kind of hit on, on the head. She's like, you know, I've always, you, you've talked about taking some acting classes. Why don't you take some acting classes? So I said, okay. So I had signed up and started taking acting classes and was with this one teacher for a couple of years. And then I had a friend of mine who was in my acting class. She had gone to audit another class um, and she was like, hey, you need to come check this class out. Um, this guy's phenomenal. So I went and audited his class and I was just, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. I came home that night. My wife was like, so how was class? I said, I said it was phenomenal. I said, I'm, you know, um, I'm, I'm going to take his class now. And his name was, it was, I mean, his name is Glenn Morshower. And I don't know if you know him, but um, he uh, runs the Extra Mile uh, Showcase, which is an acting class here in Dallas. Um, and when it when, when COVID hit, they went to Zoom. So everything's Zoom now. But um, I learned so much from him, um, just from, not just from an acting standpoint, but even from just a, a life standpoint and you know living and, and how to approach things differently um his he's got over like 200 credits he's um for those of you who you know who are listening and maybe don't know him he was in 24 with keith for sutherland he played aaron pierce he's been on the resident he's been in ozarks he's he's every general that you see in the transformers movies um his list goes on and on and on and just um, he was the one who actually got me encouraged to writing my own stuff and um, started, you know, when I was taking his classes, um, he had said, well, you know, if, if any of you guys will ever want to write a scene for class, feel free. So I wrote my, the very first scene I wrote, I was very, very nervous because it's just like I didn't know how it was going to go. And, and uh, I got an opportunity to work with a really talented actress and we performed the class and scene, the, the, performed the scene in class. And um, went really really well and, and Glenn had asked us he's like you know where did that come from and I said you know well I wrote it and he's just like that's that's really really good and a lot of times too like if you're doing scenes in class like say if you and I are partnered up for that week we'd have a scene we would do and we would go through the scene and then he would make adjustments and then we'd go you know take his his, his adjustments and then and then uh, do the scene again um, but sometimes if you do a scene that's that's done very very well and he doesn't see anything that changed he calls them one and done. And that turned out to be a one and done. And it was like, you know, and ever since then, it kind of just gave me the writing bug. And to this day right now, I'm what, 16, 17 short films in, um, two full uh, feature screenplays that are done, um, two more in the works. And then uh, we start shooting today on another short film. Um, had been very blessed to um, done some commercials. Um, uh, a few TV shows and so forth and still just, you know, still growing. I'm still, you know, I started when I was very, very, I don't say very, very old, but old. I'm a short when I was 50. I'm 58 now. 
and it's you know it's 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 a journey um and you know for anyone who wants to you know get into acting you know one of the things i always say is um you know just be patient you know um especially you know and even in later in life it's just like because there's not a lot of roles that are out there for 58 year old guys that want younger people and so forth and so what i just decided to do is i said if i'm not booking anything or if i'm not getting you know um getting any any auditions at my age and i'm just going to create stuff and i'm going to put myself in it you know to work on my trait and work on my acting skills it also works on my writing and then submit my films to uh festivals and see how we do and that's kind of how how things have been going and it's you know it's been a great ride um but you know again i think for everyone who wants to get in this business you you know one of the things glenn always taught us is that it's a marathon and it's not a sprint you know it's um you, you have to be patient um it's going to take time you have to be okay with 95 percent of the time hearing the word no because it's just like you can go in and, and do a great read but it's just like it it's you know, you go in, you do your read, and then you leave. Um, because then it's up to the casting directors who decide who they want, and it's all based off of a look. And you know, and, and of course, you know what they're looking for. Um, I, I remember one time I, I had an audition out in Oklahoma, and I and I read for this uh, amazing casting director, and uh, the first time I had ever read for him, and I went and read, and the first thing he said, he goes, you know, he goes, man, that was really really good. He goes, why haven't I seen you before? And I'm like. I don't know why haven't you seen me before <laughs> you know so it's kind of like yeah and you know he asked me to read for another part as well and i did um but you know that was the, the great thing about that was even though i didn't get the part just the fact that he re- uh, appreciated what i did you know for my reading um was 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 more than enough for me and you know i went i went home feeling good and it just um you know so anybody who wants to get into acting i i, I would just just to be patient and if times are slow and you don't feel like you're getting anything, go create. Go create something on your own. You know, write something. Write a story. Film it. I mean, I mean, shoot, you can you can film it off your iPhone. The cameras are so good. Um, but that's yeah, that's kind of where I am right now. And um, you know, loving life and and you know, just taking it one day at a time. That's amazing. How did you um, come to? I guess how did you come to form your own? Uh, is it is it production company? Yeah, so um, it's it's funny because people ask the question, "How big is your production company?" I said, "My production company consists of two people, me and my friend Ben. <laughs> you know, he's he's got his camera. He you know he brings all his stuff. He brings all the you know the production stuff, um, and then uh, you know I do the writing and directing and so forth. And we do, we just sit and we make movies. And um, you know Ben does his own stuff as well. So it's um, we've got you know we've got a great friendship. We've got a great working relationship." working relationship and it's just you know um and that's the key thing too is you want to surround yourself with good positive people you know and um that's what we do we go out we have a blast and um and we just go out and make movies and uh, you know we'll, we'll see what happens can i ask um there seems to be an emphasis i don't know about uh maybe my timeline's a little messed up in the last i want to say five years maybe it's longer there's an emphasis more so on uh, short films instead of full length. Do do you agree with that or? Um, you know, I, I think with everything, um, I, I think there's more. Well, from from a budgeting standpoint, I would say yes, hundred percent. Because 
you know, my films range anywhere from five hundred to two thousand dollars. I, you know, I, I don't have the money to spend a twenty-five thousand or fifty thousand dollar production. I fund everything myself. Um, but I think, I think, what the platform, you know, from a dollar perspective, it's it's it can be a lot cheaper to make a short film. Though there are some short films that are made for a hundred thousand dollars, and they, you know, you know, they they um, they go all out with, you know, they have funding and all that stuff. But I think it's 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 a great segue for independent film like filmmakers like myself to get started because you go through the you know you go through the short film the short film circuit and you know for me i mean i love putting short films together because it's it's it gives you a shorter window and you have to you have to bring everything together in a shorter period of time you know in a full-length feature it, that gives you more time to put backstories and, and give the audience more pers- perspective as to who these characters are where in a short film, if it's a 10 minute short film, you have a very, very limited window and you have to, I don't want to say cram everything in there, but you have to get everything in there so that the audience can understand exactly what's happening, feel the characters and so forth. Um, but you know, I, I, I would agree with you to that extent, especially that, you know, because there are, there, I mean, there's so many short film festivals that are out there now. Um, film freeway is a great uh, website where you can go on and, and they have, uh, short films all over the world that you can, that you can you know submit your films to. That's amazing. You know, I didn't want to tell you this off air. I wanted to tell you on air. I'm a writer as well. Uh, I've been writing pretty much my whole life, and I have a process that's kind of similar to the way they used to write um, professional wrestling, where mm-hmm. I write the ending first and I work backwards, and I'm just wondering if you're comfortable with sharing your process of how you write. Yeah. Um, my, you know, if, if you look at, if you go to my website and you look at the genre of films I have, I'm all over the board. It's like, it's like, it's like, you just, you've got a bunch of marbles in your hand. You just throw them. They just go in every direction that they want. Um, my, mine is, you know, I generally will come up either like with a character or I come with, come up with an idea. And I don't necessarily have a beginning or an end, you know, kind of like wrestling where they, all right, well, you're going to go in, you're going to win this match. Now we're going to figure out what we're going to do prior to that. Um, I just come, it's, 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 it's kind of, I don't want to say it's bizarre, but the way some of my stuff comes to me, it's just like, I'm like, where did this even come from? You know? And, you know, I always, you know, I always tell people when they ask me though, you know, like, where'd you get this idea from? Or where did this come from? A lot of times it's like, you know what? It just popped in my head. And, you know, I, I, I always thank Siri on my phone because there's times when I'm driving and it's like uh, something will pop in my head and I don't want to forget about it. So it's, you know, I'm like, hey, Siri, take a note. And the minute I get home, I look at the note and then I'll, I'll write something down. And then whether, whether it be a storyline, whether it be one word, whether it be a dialogue, whether it be a character, whether it be, um, you know, just something that comes into my head. It, you know, it's funny, the other night, I, I, or the other morning I woke up and um, my wife and I were we were going out to see my folks, and and I said, hey, uh, I had a I had a great idea for a uh, for a film, and it just I, I mean, and I and I almost like I dreamt it, and then when I woke up, I, I remember what my dream was, and I just I came in, I wrote it down, I actually told my wife about it. She goes, that sounds really really cool, because um, she doesn't say that very often when she sees my <laughs> film. She's, she's just like. Oh, another, oh, it's a mob movie. Oh, what's this movie? Oh, okay, that's my husband's work. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but she's my biggest fan, so I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. But yeah, I mean, my process is really, I don't really have a certain writing process. I mean, you know, I have I have a, 
I have like uh, actually a, a, a sheet on my computer and it just has writing topics and it just has like a storyline or a character or something. And there's like nine of them on there now that's, that's, that's will be all eventually start writing, you know, but again, it, it just, a lot of times too, just things just pop in my head. You know, like if you, let's say you and I are having lunch and all of a sudden I go, wait a minute, two guys are having lunch and something happens that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to do a short film about that. Or I'm going to write something about that. Uh, really? And it's just, yeah, my mind just kind of, just kind of bounces all over the place. That's amazing. Um, so the next question I had was, how long does it take you to, to write something like that? And then I guess because it's your own production company, you get to choose how fast it goes into production and then how long is production before the the end result is uh, achieved um generally i mean you know when we when we start like if i do a short film depending on the length you know because basically what it is they they say it's like a minute a page Mm -hmm. so i mean most of my films are anywhere between 10 and 25 minutes during that window um and you know uh because because a lot of us who um my actor friends and everybody else you know we all have day jobs and so it's just like you know we either shoot on the weekends or we shoot at night you know during the summertime it gives me the the ability to shoot during the day um being off for my summers um and then you know generally it's like on a i'm trying to think like my my first mob film that i did was called rookies and it was about 10 minutes we shot that two nights and then um, Ben worked on it for about for about a month, and then once you know, once he got it, once he got it all edited and put together, then we then we we always meet for dinner. We go through everything. We make our final edits. Uh, but it, I, I think from start to finish, it can. I think the the average is about two months. Um, if if we're staying on top of it, you know, like every single day. Uh, but then there's some. Um, there's a couple that you know it's like two and a half, three months, just because of the length of the film, we wanted to make sure that it was right. And we had everything in there and, and, you know, did several edits to it and so forth. Uh, but pretty much from start to finish, um, you're looking about two to three months. And how can people we, like, send it out? How can people view your, your work? Where can we view it? I didn't do a uh, uh, full disclosure. I didn't do any research because I like the guests to be able to tell their own story. And then I sure. react with questions that I think the audience would like. Yeah. Um, so, um, I have a website. It's, uh, J D a film, J D a film.com on there. It's got, uh, it's got a lot of clips from my films. Um, it's got a bio. It's got all the all the uh, films that I've actually done. Wrote, you know, wrote. Um, it's got a commercial reel on there. It actually has one of my short films on there. It's a micro short, um, which is actually about six minutes long. Generally, in this short film world, a micro short is anything under that's five minutes. But in this film festival that I submitted it to, they're, they're, they were considering micro shorts under ten minutes and so forth. Um, and it's called uh, My Favorite Song. That's actually on the website. And then my other films, um, since some of them are still in the short film circuit, short film festival circuit, I won't post those until after they get done. And then I'll put some of that other stuff out there on my website. Any chance that you can um, turn all this into, like, maybe... Uh, I interviewed a guy not too long ago. He has his own Roku channel. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because I've had, you know, a bunch of people like, you know, um, 
you know, you should do a YouTube channel, put them all on there. Or, you know, because um, there's a couple that I, that I would like to put on um, Amazon Prime because it doesn't, you know, you can put your films on there. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, you, you, you can actually, um, you can actually put your films on there. Um, on Amazon Prime, and um, you know, I've got a couple that I want to put on there. Um, but uh, no, de- that's de- that's something definitely. I, you know, I, I, I've been thinking about because I don't want to like put every single film on my website. You know, I want to. You know, it's more kind of like bits and pieces of the film. That way, if people see it on my website, they go, "Oh, hey, now let's go check it out." You know, I liked what I saw. Let's go see the movie um, on on a YouTube channel, or whatever. But um, That'll be next in line. We'll you know have a YouTube link where it's got all the films that I have in there, or actually I should say the films that I want to post. I've done some <laughs> films where I'm like, you know, I, there's a couple films I'm like, no, I'm not putting this on there. And even like if my friends are like, oh dude, that's a good film, that's a good film. I'm like, no, I because I'm like my my worst critic. You know, I beat myself up all the time, so it's just like, no, you know what, I'm not going to show that one and, and so forth. And it's just like, no, you got to show it. So, um, but there are some that I, you know that I'm. I mean, I'm proud of all of them, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, you have your you have your babies, you have your favorites, the ones that you really, really, you know, that you feel strong about and so forth. So That's amazing. Um, in terms of your, your full-length uh, uh, screenplays, any mm-hmm. uh, any plans using those, or, or are you just submitting them, like, to screenplay competitions as part of the film festivals? Um, so, well, right now, like, the first screenplay that I ever wrote was called Walter, um, and it's it's a family movie. Which, if you look at today's genre, there aren't a lot of family movies out there anymore. You know, where you can take your whole entire family from you want to be your five year old, your eight, your fifteen year old, your grandma, and grandpa. Um, and I actually um, I, I had reached out and sent that out to a couple of production companies. I did hear back from a production company out in Los Angeles that wanted to read it, um, so I sent it out to them. Haven't heard anything, but that can sometimes be the be the course of action because it's like yeah they get it and then it just it sits on a shelf and then maybe you hear from them a year later or two years later or you don't hear from them at all um so you know just through podcasts and 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 stuff um uh you know i, I do what i can to pitch it um it's it's something it's i kind of call it you know from sylvester stallone's rocky i kind of call this it's kind of like my rocky it's it's something that i'm very very passionate about something that i want to have you know, be put in the, the the right hands of the right people to make this film and make it right. Um, because I, I mean, you know, Rocky was my my favorite film. It still is to this day. Just the, just the first one. And I don't know if you know the whole story with him. It's like when when he pitched the production companies, they were going to take. You know, they wanted it, but they weren't going to put him in his film. And that's when he took it back. He goes, "No, you're not getting it." And you know, he ended up losing his dog, and he had to buy his dog back, and all this stuff. Um, but it was, but it was something he believed in. And if you look at it, you know, if you feel strong, strongly about what you believe in, and like for me, everything I write is an art. You know, I want, I love to tell stories. I, you know, I love to make stories where your people feel good, or you know, sometimes it may make, them, you know, make them sad or happy or whatever. But as long as they're they they feel something when they see one of my films, that that's kind of what it, that's that's kind of like my goal. So um, that yeah, that's that's kind of where I am now. Um, it's, it's still in the pitch process, and then I've got um, uh, a couple more that I'm working on um, that are based off of rookies and a family matter. It's the same character who plays in it. Um, his name is Ralphie Stigliano, and he's a he's a mob guy. And I'm actually taking those two films 
combining them and putting that into a full length, full length feature. I'm about maybe like 35, 40 pages in, something like that. And I, you know, I've got a couple more in the works. Um, you know, it's just like there's days I'll just come in at my computer, I just sit down and I start writing. And then it's like, you know, like two, three hours later, I'm like, man, I didn't realize I was sitting my computer for three and a half hours or whatever and you know you got 25 30 pages down so that's amazing yeah you know it's really hard with a full-time job and i and i have this podcast i have and i have three kids and i have very limited time to write it's like two three hours a week unfortunately i wish it was more because i, I like like i have projects as well i'm nowhere near on your level but um i i'm so jealous uh <laughs> <laughs> You and I are on the same path. You don't have to, you don't have to be jealous about anything. We're um, both people who love to write, and it's just you know, it just you just keep doing your thing. I'll tell you a quick story. In uh, in 2011, I lost my stepfather to cancer, and um, like I never knew my real father, so I wanted to um, honor him. And the only way I knew how was to write a screenplay. That's what I do. So. I wrote a screenplay uh, about him and I actually worked on it for two years and then I submitted it to, I think it was in 2014, I submitted it to the Las Vegas Film Festival, the screenplay competition. Of course I didn't place, but I was telling everybody, I was told my wife, I was like, if I place, I'm going to Las Vegas, you can figure, you can figure <laughs> the kids out without me, but I didn't place, but you know, um, I enjoyed the experience. Um, of course, I wish I had gotten some feedback as to maybe what could have been better. I think that's the part that's missing. I know it's not their responsibility to give feedback, but that's something that that I would have loved. You know, you pay all that money. Come on, give me some feedback. <laughs> no, you know, and, and you bring up a great point. And this is this is one of the things. I had a friend of mine. He, he wrote his very first short film, and. Um, you know, it's it's done well on on some of the you know film circuits, but it's just like what you also have to realize, and this this is one of the things you know because it's like the, I'll submit to film festivals, and you know I won't get in a film festival and so forth either. And it and it just like it's it's those judges' opinion that that are looking at your films or looking at your script because you know you may, you may have sent it off to Las Vegas, but you sent it off to a place in Los Angeles. And they go, oh my God, we love this script. You know, how, how do you not love this script? So don't. I mean, I, I would definitely say, don't, don't, don't ever get discouraged if somebody doesn't like something that you wrote or or, or something that that you've done because it's 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 no different if if you know you and I today walk out and we go, hey, we're going to the movies, we're going to go see Batman. We walk out and I go, you know, hey, what'd you think? Um, well, Matt, you know, I, I thought it was fantastic. What do you think? Well, John, I thought it was boring. I thought it was horrible. You know, I like Michael Keaton as, as Batman. It's, it, it's all, it's all opinion air. It's all opinion based. It, you know, you, you, no matter what you do, any type of awards or anything like, like that stuff. Um, you know, I mean, you, you even look at that in sports where people go, you know, Hey, we're going to give the, um, you know, uh, the rookie of the year in, in basketball to this guy. Like, wait a minute, this guy. Okay. He's good, but he's not as good. But it, cause it's all, it's all based on opinion. Um, and votes and stuff like that but um yeah don't ever get to, uh, my thing to you is man keep writing keep i mean i'd, I'd submit it to other film festivals screenwriting you know screenwriting um festivals and you know don't let anybody ever take away your dream because that that's that's one of the things you're always going to have you're always going to have naysayers you know like for me with walter when i wrote this film 
there is only one person who I want to play Walter and only one person, you know, I, I, I'll have play Walter and that's Morgan Freeman. And I even have friends that, oh man, that's a, that's a big want right there. I go, yeah, but even though you may look at it as a big want, that's, that's the direction I want to go. And, you know, who knows, maybe he's listening to a podcast or people are listening to podcasts that know him or something. Go, hey, you know what? I heard of some guy talking and he's got a film for you and he thinks it's phenomenal. Maybe I, you know, maybe down the road somebody reaches out and go, hey, John Anthony, hey, we want to read that script, Walter, that you are so passionate about that you think Mr. Freeman should play. You know, so it's just like, because like I said, you're always going to have your naysayers. I mean, I still have friends that, I mean, I love them to death. They're like, man, you're not getting Morgan Freeman. You're not getting this guy. You're not getting this person. And I'm like, you keep saying what you want to do. And then, you know, it's just like, not you can knock me down when I pick myself right back up because that's just that's just who I am. And I, you know, I don't get mad at them either because that's their opinion. But it's just like um, when you when when you're very passionate about what you do and you love what you do, um, you know. And I love to write. I love to direct. I love to act. You know, just like you, you love to do podcasts. You you love to write. Don't don't ever let someone get in the way of that. And um, you know, there are my first couple films that I did. I'd submit to film festivals and. And even my very first dark comedy I submitted. And I, I mean, I, I submitted to like 40 film festivals. And it got in like maybe like 15 of them. But yet when I would show it to friends or show it to people that I, you know, even around Dallas, they're like, man, that movie's so funny. You know, and like, oh, then I'll know. I, I know it's going to get in this film festival. But wh- wherever I send it, you know, they may not, they just might not think it's very good, which or, or may not. Not necessarily think it's very good, or just maybe it's not the right film for their festival, which is totally fine. Well, then my second thought was, you know, that was in 2014, it's 2022 now, so I think I need to update it a little bit. And then I was thinking, hmm, how much would it cost for me to shoot the movie and put it in the Toronto International Film Festival? And I thought to myself, hmm, I could do that, um... I'd have to find some people that'd be willing to help me out, and I'd probably have to play one of the roles just to help out. But I mean, that's something that I'm I'm considering doing, and I'm at I'm at a point now where I'm either going to do it or I'm not going to do it because you know I'm 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 39, and like I said, I've got three kids, and life seems to be moving rap- rapidly, so I I gotta. It, it seems like I'm approaching that point where I have to fish or cut bait pretty soon. Well, you know, I, I think the, my advice to you would be, if this is what you believe in, go make it, you know, it, you know, it, you know, and, and I wouldn't even look at it from, like you said, you know, you need to do some changes <clears throat> because it didn't get into one. Don't change anything. I mean, if you, if you feel strongly about the script, you know, and you like it, go with it i mean because you know it's the same thing you know you look at stallone and rocky it's like yeah we like the script but we don't want you in it well tell me who who else who else could you have gotten to play rocky that would have played it like him nobody i mean you know and look how it turned out for him it was i mean it launched his career yeah you know so if you know if it's something you believe in um i i I, you know i'd say go out there and, and and shoot it here's the other thing too if 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 it's a if it's a time constraint or if it's a budget thing, um, make it a short film. How can you break it down and make it a short film? Maybe make it a twenty five. Cause you can have a short film that's 30, 35 minutes, forty five minutes. You know, it all depends on the festivals that you that you put them in. Most of the time, anything 
like 50 minutes and less they consider to be a short film and anything over like 50 you know or 60 minutes over an hour is considered a feature a full-length feature that's uh, a good idea but you know like like yeah i mean if, if you're passionate about it man don't don't let anybody take your dream away thank you in terms of uh your acting though are you writing anything for yourself um yeah he was so like a lot of the short films that, I, that i've done i i always put myself in a role um because like i said that way i can continue to i can continue to work on my skills um as an actor if you know if, if i'm not getting auditions or if i'm not booking anything and stuff like that because i don't want to just i don't want to rest on the laurels of my agent to find me stuff and so um like even like this uh this film we're shooting um we start shooting tonight um I have a small role in it just again just just to be in it um to be a part of it to um work on my acting aspect of it and um uh you know go from there but yeah the every film that i've written i've I've put myself in it because it's like you know it it also gives me more footage if i want to excuse me uh add it to my demo reel if there's clips or you know story the storyline that i really really like and you know you know i like the way it was shot stuff like that that's awesome, and you still have time. You still find time to be a full time teacher. Full time teacher, and uh, you know it's funny because like in some of the commercials that I've done, you know I, I I've never actually seen some of them on TV, but like the kids will come into school and like, Coach, we saw you on TV last night. You were running down the street. I'm like, wait a minute, you saw that? I haven't even seen it yet. Or hey, Coach, we saw you. You were painting. You were painting a fence the other day on tv i didn't know you did that and i'm like yeah i said i do that so the kids kind of get a kick out of when they get to see that what do you uh what do you teach i teach phys ed kindergarten through eighth grade wow yeah any uh it's it's it's, it's been a blast and and you're at the same school or you move around yeah same okay no same school for 26 and a half years and it, and you know you've been there a long time when you've taught someone in kindergarten and now their child is there. So it's just like, wait a minute, you were in kindergarten, you know, like five years ago. And they're like, no coach, I was in kindergarten 25 years ago. Now I'm, you know, cause it's just like, it just seems like it was yesterday that they were there. Um, but yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of kids that, uh, you know, who went on to high school, college, graduated, got married, had kids, and then now have come back to the area and enrolled their kids at the school. Now I got I got to ask because you're you're in Texas. Texas is big on uh, on uh, school sports. Have you ever gotten the opportunity to coach a team? Yeah, so I actually um, at my school I was the athletic director director for twenty three and a half years and coached both boys and girls basketball. Um, and as the athletic director, sometimes you know if we don't have certain coaches, you know there's times where I would have to step up and, and fill the role. You know I also coached uh, volleyball girls volleyball and girls softball at, at one point in time as well as track see in canada we have that problem we have teachers um i, I always thought in in the states the coach is the coach he's not a teacher he's a coach and it's he's dedicated to coaching but in canada teachers are our coach and teaching is their first responsibility they don't really care about coaching here which is why it's 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 kind of something that that I've always thought that uh, U.S. athletes are the cream of the crop. We still have good ones here in Canada, but not as good because we're not. 
I don't feel like we're pushed out to our full potential for that reason. We need we need coaches that are just coaches and and not worried about teaching or anything like that. That it's just my personal opinion. What did you think? You know, it, it's funny cuz it's like at our school because uh, it's 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 a middle school and elementary school. You know, we a lot, you know, we the coaches are generally either teachers or parents that are come in and, and coach, you know, and, and if they're, if they're a teacher, they, they would get a stipend on top of their teaching salary, you know, because they're, they're devoting their time. And it's not a lot. I mean, it's really, it's next to nothing when you think about it, but you know, even like in the high schools things, you know, I, I know that the majority of the coaches are teachers that work there. Um, there are a few schools like in the public schools where, you know, they, there's, that's their only job would be to coach. Um, but they also have a role within the school, you know, it might be something small, like, you know, I don't know what, but, um, the majority, as far as I know that even, even the coaches, um, even through high school, they're all, uh, they are the majority of them also work for the schools as well. Okay. And then of course, even then of course they get a stipend or a salary on top of whatever they're doing. I think here it's just quoted as an extracurricular, and you just you, you just do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been uh, really really good. Um, any sort of I, I, you might have covered this before, but I just want to go back to it. Any sort of sneak peek as to what's next for you and, and your production company? Yeah. So uh, so we're shooting a, a new film. Uh, like I said, we start we start tonight. It's called a, My Journey to Me. We start that. Um, and that's that. That'll be about probably about a 25, 30, 30 minute um, short film. And then we've got a, another dark comedy coming up called Scars, um, which is a micro short. That thing will be probably like maybe like five minutes. Um, and then just you know again, just taking my time and being patient and, and doing what I can to uh, to pitch my you know my, my first screenplay and, and hopefully get it in the right hands of the right people and and. Uh, makes a movie magic so some of your stuff is comedic it's not all oh yeah okay yeah it's yeah yeah i've got i've got got, let's see um one two i've got two two comedies that i wrote which were which were basically the two of the toughest things i've ever had to write because it's like you know it's like if you show a comedy and it's just like you're watching it and no one's laughing and you're sitting in the audience with the audience then (laughs) i mean it's like you struggle as a as a writer and that's one of the things uh my my friend ben with my production guy he's like you know if you want to see if your comedy does well sit in an audience with a bunch of people you don't know and see if they, they laugh when they're supposed to that's and amazing we actually had that happen we had that happen with, with my film swimmers and we sat in the audience and people were laughing and so forth so it was a good feeling when you're sitting back and people are actually laughing at something that you wrote that you know was intended was intended to make them laugh i recently did an interview with a comedian she is toronto based her name's hillary henderson uh mm-hmm. she uh she's she does stand up but also she did a uh, a tiktok video uh that the top i think was top 10 or top five places to cry in toronto and she was picked up by a, a company that loved her stuff and now she does stand up and she's doing really good and i think that uh i don't know maybe i'm not i I don't work for her i'm not trying to pitch her but maybe y'all could do something together i think that she is 
funny. I'm actually going to see her um, soon in, on stage here, so I don't know. That's awesome. Just a What's thought. her name again? I'm going to write it down. What's her name? Her name's Hillary Henderson. Hillary Henderson. She's on TikTok, and she's on Instagram. Okay. Instagram and TikTok, yeah. And she's based out of Toronto? Yeah, she's from Hamilton, but she's based out of Toronto. Okay. No, yeah, I'd definitely look it up. That's awesome. And thank you so much for uh, for agreeing to this interview. Just real quick before I let you go, what do the next five years look like, do you think? Um, in my world? Yeah, in your world. <laughs> or, in, or, in, or in the perfect world. Uh, let's see. In, in, in my perfect world, um, of course, you know, to you know, continue doing acting, um, branch out, you know, um, hopefully land some, you know, some, some, uh, some great roles, um, to, uh, have Walter, uh, get made, to have Morgan Freeman a part of it, to have Helen Mirren a part of it, to have Ed Burns be a part of it and direct it. Um, is there a role for you? Just, is there a role for you to play in Walter? Oh uh, no, I'm I'm sitting back and I'm going to watch the movie Magic. <laughs> I just want to, you know, I I just want to see, I just I just want to see Morgan Freeman deliver something, deliver lines that I wrote along with Helen Mirren and Ed Burns, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm in heaven. This is like the best thing for me. Uh, so so you know to do that and just you know uh, make sure everybody's staying healthy and 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 um, you know enjoying every day and and. Uh, living every day to the fullest and 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 you know i think the biggest thing too is is being able to laugh every day you know to wake up you know because it's like even though it's you know they they it's it's an old cliche and they say it all the time laughter is the best medicine i mean what i mean you know whether whether you're having a bad day or you're struggling with something if you can sit there and laugh even if it's just for like a couple minutes something that makes you laugh or you laugh at yourself um you know that that's that's truly one of the i mean it, it just takes away everything everything negative at that point you know and it, because it, it is it's just laughter it just it brings out such joy um and uh you know i you know i even tell my students i said guys you got to laugh every day you have to laugh every day um laughter is important in your life um but yeah you know that, that that's kind of you know what i'm looking for in the next five years and and um you know i'm just getting my name out there and and um you know um, get some more films made and and you know hope, hopefully people are watching them and and are enjoying them and you know are, are appreciating the work that i put out there that's amazing and thank you again so much for coming on and, and sharing your story and it's it's been great talking to you you too it's it's it, 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 it's been a a great time and I, you know um really really enjoyed it thanks for, thanks so much for having me have a great day